Hey, thank you for listening to the Mind Meld podcast. That's what this is, and you are listening to it, so I thank you for that. Uh, this might be the first episode ever that you're hearing. I have grand intentions of publishing so much content in the very near future, as I have eight or nine episodes already filmed, but I'm going through all this editing right now, and, I'm, and I've decided that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be doing a mix of audio-only episodes and then video episodes, and... Um, In a scenario like today, which I'm going to describe to you in in very specific detail, uh, this is going to be an audio-only episode. Uh, If you've not listened to the Mind Meld podcast before, basically what I do is I live here in Austin, Texas, and uh, I'm in advertising, and I make music partially for a living, Uh, but I've also, I'm just, I love talking to people, I love connecting, and I'm really interested in telling the stories of um, the various residents of this fine city and that run the whole gamut from homeless people and drug addicts and rock stars to fortune 500 CEOs and startup wizards and, and everything in between. So, um, really looking forward to doing that on a regular basis, right? What's going on right now in Texas has given me ample time to be able to dive into some of this. And while I, like I said, I have a bunch of episodes that are going to be coming out really soon that I already recorded. It felt uh, appropriate to just hop on a microphone and start doing this episode today. Today is February 17th, 2021, and we are in the middle of a fucking polar vortex, and it sucks all varieties of balls and dick, um, all of them together, living and dead, uh, totally unwanted, and it sucks. Yeah, so I just came in from outside of, uh, well, let let me take a step back here. So two weeks ago, It was 80 degrees on a Saturday. Starting three days ago, it got down into single-digit temperatures with a lot of moisture. And um, starting on Monday of this week, basically everything has gone to complete shit for a wide variety of people. And uh, basically started off with everyone, 4 million people at the end of Monday uh, had no power across Texas. And a huge portion of that is in Austin, but it's it's really, it's all over the state, um, like central north and eastern and um yeah people are just getting fucked so there's people almost everyone that i know right now we're uh well into the third day of this shit going on and people are trapped at home and it's just that you know austin is not and texas in general is not equipped for this like uh i grew up in milwaukee wisconsin and uh, it's totally normal to have sub-zero temperatures for months at a time and feet of snow and crazy wind chill but it's dependable and you know that that's happening all the time. So the city is equipped with salt trucks and snow plows and people know how to drive in that kind of weather. And I don't necessarily blame Austin for not being totally prepared for this, but it is, it's just went to show how absolutely fucked this city. And I guess any city can be when hit with weather that they don't expect. And there's certain things like, you know, an earthquake is more than likely not going to happen here because we know where tectonic plates are. That's that's a pretty predictable thing on a long-term basis. But, you know, I, I get it. Uh, you have to prioritize certain things over others. But I think that what has happened in the last three days and is probably going to continue for the next two has been more than enough to justify some substantial investment in the city for a, a lot of things. Uh, so there's millions of people without power. There are pipes bursting all over the city and all over Texas. My buddy of mine who like owns police scanners and is just really into keeping a finger on the pulse of kind of the crazy shit that's happening around sent me this link. At one point at one day, uh, Monday night, there was 132 911 calls about burst pipes. And if you've not experienced that before, 
it fucking sucks, especially when you are trapped inside. And a lot of people were losing, uh, you know, your, your pipes freeze. So water stops coming into your house. And, um, you know, there's multiple different ways that you can take care of that, but mainly people a little too late, just turn on their faucets and wait for the water to start flowing. And if there's some, you know, you crank up the heat in your house or something, you start heating up the portion of the pipe that is frozen. It expands, it bursts the pipe. And, um, you know, it's just one more thing on top of the giant shit pile that you don't need to deal with, which is what has been happening for the last three days. Yesterday, I, uh, there was, uh, I was seeing everything going on with, with, with pipes bursting. I'm getting texts from friends all over the city. You know, I thought it might've just been like a pocket of Austin or something, but like no one's got power. And with a lot of people, your heat is tied to your power. So a lot of these people are not only sitting in the dark with no power, but they're living in places that aren't built with the anticipation that you're going to be hitting, you know, sub-zero weather. So these people are freezing their asses off, let alone, I mean, I can't even begin to think of what the homeless in the city are going through, of which there are a lot. And I really, really hope that um, with the newer, really kind of uh, refreshed efforts in the city to focus on those truly in need and the you know community of people suffering from mental health issues and, and things of that nature. I really hope that there was a concerted effort proactively at least, or, or if, if nothing else, just once it got, became clear that things were getting really bad, I hope that there were people, uh, representatives from the city, whatever, from the missions, going out there and getting people on buses or vans or whatever and getting them out of the cold because it's just the combination of the cold and the water. And yeah, it all sucks. So I went out to get supplies to go walk. Uh, driving's impossible. Everything here is is just a fucking giant sheet of ice. So driving's a terrible idea. Um, but even just like walked to the end of my block, started heading down Metopolis and there's just like cars and fucking ditches or, you know, big ass pickup trucks that feel comfortable going out there. But then, you know, once they stop, uh, they're like at a stoplight and then their wheels are just fucking spinning and no one knows how to drive. Everyone's like slamming on their brake. Everyone is like turning the wrong way when they start skidding. So it's just, it keeps getting worse and worse. And the city is not prepared to like maintain the roads and whatnot. Pipes are bursting along the streets, which then is flooding the streets more, which adds more ice. And then, um, you know, last couple of days, the temperature has been going up to like just above freezing. And then it, uh, so you get like some of that melted, basically uh, the ice is like freezing and melting and freezing over and over, which is not good. Um, yeah. So went out to basically just tried calling like gas stations and like a dollar general or shit around me. But because the power is down, that means everyone else's like phone lines are down too, apparently. Uh, which typically means that if you're even open, then your cash register system or your, your payment system is probably not even working either. So I got a hundred bucks in cash. I got into my, you know, polar vortex post-apocalyptic gear and hit the streets and started seeing that like a ton of these places are either completely closed, like shut down or like I went to a, a gas station that's about three fourths of a mile away and there were people like there were workers in there and the lights were on, but still the doors were closed and locked with just a sign that says we are closed due to weather. So fortunately uh, a couple miles away, I was able to find a shell station that had a, um, a convenience store that was open. And as I'm in there and it's, you know, people, everyone had the same idea. Everyone's going out, like looking to get whatever supplies they can. Cause it's not supposed to get warm until next week. The city has been saying, we don't know when we're going to be able to get power back on. 
uh, it all sucks. And, but anyway, so I'm in there and it's, you know, I'm, I'm collecting supplies. I'm seeing all these other people collecting supplies. I'm looking behind me out on the street and seeing these cars hitting into each other and just thinking about like how much this sucks with like all of these things added on top of each other with like people who don't have water, people don't have power, people don't have heat. Um, you know, the internet being down, which also really hurts in terms of just like the dissemination of important information and updates about like, you know, getting your service back and everything like that. And then it occurs to me as I'm in here, like, oh yeah, there's a fucking pandemic too. (laughs) So I'm in this giant, hot, crowded, uh, small, not giant. It's just, it's, it's a very small compact area with a ton of sweaty people who all walk there because no one can drive and we're all in masks and whatever, but it was just a very kind of just additional, like, surprise gut punch like hey don't forget that uh everything from 2020 still exists in 2021 on top of this shit so i got like a backpack full of water and some some snacks and some other essentials and whatnot and then trekked all the way back to my place and then as soon as i got back to my place i was very glad that i made that trip because then austin sends out this fucking boil notice basically letting everyone know that there have been breakages in the main water lines all over the city. And this is happening all over Texas too, which uh, then it causes this combination of there can be water contamination. And then because shit's freezing, it apparently stops uh, the water processing plant from operating at the levels uh, that it normally would to be able to process the amount of water that's going out to the city. Uh, and then that puts them in a position where they either try to like mitigate the fallout by like getting the word out to as many people as possible saying we're going to keep water on but if you're going to ingest that water or give it to your dog or whatever boil it first but then or they just shut off the water which is also really bad um and then you have to factor in the fact that like they know for a fact that four million people don't have power so it's not like people aren't watching the news and people are i mean there's a lot of people who can't even text each other because they live in like a cell dead spot or their fucking phone died um there's people who maybe have a car that can uh, handle this weather, but they're stuck in their apartment complex because the fucking garage door to leave is controlled by the power of the building as a whole. And you know, this is Austin, Texas. These are, this is a city that's booming and blowing up. And these are brand new construction buildings. And you would think that there would be something like emergency generators for like the core, most essential things, but nope. So there are, hundreds or thousands of people who are stuck inside these apartment buildings with no backup generators, no heat, no power, um, no water. But even though they have no water, that hasn't stopped a lot of the sprinkler system pipes from bursting. So a lot of these, like the hallways are flooding, um, uh, unoccupied units uh, that didn't have their water turned off. Those pipes are bursting. People can't drink their water. People can't leave their place. People who try to leave their place end up in a fucking ditch and it sucks it really sucks and it's kind of just like additionally frustrating coming from a place that is so i fucking hate winter it's the uh, at least 50 percent of the reason why i moved to austin and it's frustrating to move over a thousand miles due south of where you grow up with one of the specific tensions being that i'm going to escape winter and then this shit happens you know it's a relatively first world problem, but still very, very frustrating. And then additionally, on top of that, because everything's relative, it's frustrating to like, you know, when I was a kid, they were the Milwaukee school system and the surrounding areas were still able to like, you know, it might be sub-zero temperatures and two feet of snow on the ground. But if those plow trucks were out all fucking night and salt is down on the ground and the buses are running on time, like school's going to stay open. Um, these, you know, like the New England, uh, a lot of the upper Midwest, like these areas have just 
become acclimated to this weather and, and are appropriately supplied with it. They have the plow trucks, they have the salt trucks. Houses are built with uh, a type of insulation that considers, you know, takes into factor sub-zero temperatures and things like that. So pipes are insulated differently, walls are insulated differently. So it's crazy living in a place in the same country where you can see something that is like objectively a fucking nightmare scenario in terms of winter conditions, but everything's pretty much going on as normal. It's like, well, you know, it's, it's Milwaukee in February. Yeah. There's going to be, it's going to be impossible to get around, but we're still going to fucking do it. Life goes on. People go to work, kids go to school to fucking Walgreens is open, whatever. And then here it's not even sub zero. I mean, it's single digit temperature. Um, but then like four inches of snow and a couple inches of ice and it like, decimates the city fucking cripples the city um just like just the nature in and of itself just the existence of the snow and ice crippled the city but then add on top of that just clear infrastructure flaws that are present really throughout the texas and probably present throughout the whole fucking south are have just become readily apparent in terms of how quickly we can be uh, revoked of our ability to communicate with each other or our ability to stay warm. I mean, there are millions of millionaires out there right now who maybe they have backup generators, but there's, there's people who maybe feel like they are sitting pretty in everything in life and they have everything that they want and, and feel completely comfortable and safe and are dealing with some real shit right now um, that they just didn't anticipate. And, you know, it, you got to walk that fine line of you can't you can't be a hundred percent ready for every single natural disaster, but you also can't, you just, we as a city, but also as an individual or, you know, if you're a, you're, you have a family and kids, like we need to learn from scenarios like this and myself included, like there, I don't own a fucking shovel. Like I don't, I don't own a, a hose. I have one of the very popular, like zero escape lawns that you see all over Austin, I just haven't had much of a need to own a hose, but if I did have a hose, I would be able to be using like hot water from inside my house to be like handling some of the ice buildup that's been happening all over the fucking place. Um, I've been very fortunate that I do still have power. That's how I'm recording this. I do have water, although the boil notice is still going. I actually just got a text from the city of Austin basically saying like, don't drink that shit or boil that shit. That's exactly what it said in the text, boil that shit. And, but my heater broke. I woke up in the middle of the night to this like clunking sound that sounded like a car crashing into the side of my fucking house and quickly realized that it was, uh, this, this tremendous amount of ice buildup on the inside of my heat pump, which is basically this fan on the outside of my house that is bringing air inside my house, which then brings it into the furnace, which it heats that and then distributes it throughout the house. So the heat pump goes down which means my heat goes down. So I spent about an hour outside today with a hair dryer and a hammer and a screwdriver and some boiling water, just fucking de-icing this thing with the hopes that just removing the ice would get this fan going again. But uh, it's been a couple of hours and nothing. So (laughs) that was a fun exercise. Maybe the thing I need to learn from that is, you know, have, I don't know, tarps, ready um i don't know i don't fucking know (laughs) it's it's just it's interesting um you know usually with this podcast i will almost always be doing interviews with at least one person but typically two people um but given the scenario that i'm put in and i'm trapped in my house just like so many other people i figured it just made sense to 
take the time and, and hop on here and, uh, you know, kind of assess the situation. But also, as I wrap this up, I just wanted to note that, like, I've seen a lot of awesome community action happening across, really across Texas, but also just Austin. I, I really appreciate the amount of um, people reaching out from across the country to me in the last couple of days. I, I guess uh, this, this this is such an anomaly that's happening in Texas right now that I, th I think it's making national news. And, uh, you know, usually with something like that, you see a big uptick in, in resources being sent to that area and like donations to charity going up. So stuff like that is cool. But even within my group of friends or like I'm still a member of the Facebook group that was that was specifically for the uh, apartment building that I lived in before getting my house here at uh, South Shore District. And it's just it's cool to see this community that is typically dedicated to talking about like how fucking garbage the <laughs> the front desk people are or how the lease price went up uh, an insane amount or how the college kids won't shut the fuck up and they're like bumping, you know, EDM next to the pool at 3.30 a.m. on a fucking Tuesday. This community has totally transformed into like a we're all in this together resource thing. I mean, there's people like someone said like, uh, I was supposed to go out of town tomorrow and I just don't, I just wasn't ready and I have an infant child and I have no diapers here. Can someone help me out? People's dogs are getting fed. People are, you know, hooking people up with some ganj. Um, you know, whatever you need, there's people with extra blankets. There's people who can come help like, turn pipes off and shit because even the apartment complexes um maintenance people aren't on staff there are people who are able to like jump each other's cars there's people who are able to provide like you know for whatever reason they had things that they can cook with that don't rely on power and it's just amazing how small your world becomes when a lot of the utilities and luxuries that we take for granted go away simultaneously so austin is an entire city, but these people are trapped inside of their building. Like that's kind of their whole world right now. Like they can't open the garage door to get their cars out. Everyone is dealing with no power. Everyone's dealing with no water. Everyone's dealing with no heat. Everyone is dealing with pipes bursting uh, in their units, in the sprinkler system. And they're just taking care of each other. And it's cool. And I'm sure that there's a whole, you know, menagerie of different types of people that normally, you know, if you dug into politics or religion or something, these two people would, at the, you know, after uh, an hour of talking, they would be like, well, you're a fucking idiot. But like all that shit goes away. Like, and it's great. And I truly hope, in fact, I, I believe in my heart of hearts that that is happening across Austin right now and hopefully across Texas. And I just, you know... <laughs> 2020 was just a fucking dumpster fire and um, 2021 just needs to be a lot better regardless of who's sitting in the White House or whatever. We need positivity. We need community. We need to come together to handle shit like this and put our other bullshit aside. I mean, we can get back to it, but um, there's a lot of people out there taking the opportunity to like talk shit about green energy right now. Like if we had clean coal and fucking whatever, none of this would have happened. It's bullshit. There's this meme going around right now. Uh, it shows a helicopter spraying some chemicals on the blades of a wind turbine that is actually from a uh, staged test in Scandinavia to see if in an emergency situation, could these turbines be mobilized with a specific like chemical combo? But it's just because this is how the fucking internet works. Someone finds a photo that aligns with some sort of narrative that they want to uh, reinforce and it requires no fact checking. You don't have to have a source on there or whatever. You just have a photo, make a statement about it. And all of a sudden that somehow becomes fact on social media. So I've seen a bunch of people posting 
this picture from like seven years ago, which is not from Texas and has nothing to do with our power grid saying like, oh, that's fucking ironic. Uh, you know, wind turbine that's made out of materials from fossil fuel is being saved by a helicopter that's made out of materials with fossil fuel that's using fossil fuel uh, to be in the air and being sprayed with chemicals uh, just so it can work again. Fuck you, green energy, blah, blah, blah. Not only is that all of that inaccurate, and not only is a very, very small percentage of uh, Texas's power grid reliant upon renewable energy, it's just unnecessary. Like, who are you scoring points for? What what did this achieve by you screaming into the void? Uh, like, see, motherfuckers? I, I, just like people are legit dying and getting frostbite and going hungry and they're freaked out. There's people who can't get their fucking medicine right now. There's people who can't get to their elderly parents to see if they're okay because they, they don't even have fucking phone service. Like now is not the time to be trying to score points for whatever fucking team you think you're on and what, whatever this is achieving, let alone if you're good, if, if you're going to be trying to like prove compelling points or whatever, can you at least take two fucking seconds to fact check your goddamn meme before you throw it up there and, and just assume it's a statement of fact? Like, hey, hey, I, I found it on the internet and someone wrote something else with conviction. Therefore, this this must be true. It 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 goes along with my confirmation bias and it aligns with a point that I've been wanting to prove. And, you know, despite the fact that people are suffering and this whole fucking state is like crippled with some bullshit right now, just pump the brakes like. I get it. All sides are guilty of this. I'm I'm sure I'm guilty of this. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, right now, stop. Like, can you just wait a fucking week until shit's not on fire and then we can talk about it? But, like, just take that energy for two seconds and direct it towards something positive. Or just shut the fuck up. Like, the absence of your bullshit or silence as your two options, if you're not going to do anything good, if you're not going to... Uh, check in with people, see if they're okay. If you're not going to donate to um, some sort of like Red Cross emergency services, anything like that. If you're not going to actually do something constructive and positive with this energy and time that you have, just do nothing because it's still way better for humanity than whatever fucking slam dunk you think you're achieving by posting some bullshit fucking meme that you think is fact. Anyways, sorry, total rant there. But all in all, I've been very enthused and positive and optimistic about the unity and community that I'm seeing in Austin and across Texas right now. I do really hope that the city that we all live in learns from this. And I'm not saying you need to go out and get a fucking armada of plow trucks and salt trucks, but, but clearly we're not there. Clearly we don't have the resources that we needed to handle this. And this wasn't even severe just in terms of quantity and duration, but it's just like once the ice gets on the ground, it's fucking there if the temperature doesn't change and we can't just like wait this out. Because uh, that also applies to tow trucks and emergency vehicles. And like even H like HEBs across the city are closed because they can't get their fucking trucks to the store to get people more food. Like there's a whole, it's amazing how like two inches of ice and a lack of some utility vehicles can just cripple a multi-billion dollar tech forward new Silicon Valley place. We need to not forget that we aren't running the entire show here and we're at the... Um, whim and mercy of factors that we can't control so let's all help each other out let's be realistic about how to solve these problems let's you know it's not binary it's not like okay we were like, totally fucked and we were totally unprepared this week so now we need to spend a billion dollars to become just as prepared as wisconsin like baby steps progress is progress well no one will probably ever be as fully prepared as they need to be for every single problem that could possibly happen but um let's fucking start somewhere and also a really good place to start. Just be a, just be a 
decent or let's let's just let's do it. let's set the bar at don't be a piece of shit during an emergency it's pretty low uh, it's basically on the ground um so if you can do better than that congratulations but let's let's not be pieces of shit let's actually strive to uh show some empathy and help each other out then from there, let's all hopefully be a part of a constructive dialogue that can lead to a place like Austin being prepared on a city level, but also individually. Like, let's all, I don't, I learned I don't have a flashlight and I should probably have a fucking flashlight. Like, small things, if we're all doing that and we're all learning small little things, the more that we're all individually prepared for the next thing, the less of a major strain there will be on the entire system. So I think that this is a community combined effort here. And I hope that I'm, I'm going to just, I'm going to throw this up right now. This is going to be, uh, I'm going to publish it in real time. And I hope, you know, for those of you that are bored as fuck and have no, uh, no power or whatever, are still able to listen to a podcast and feel free to uh, hit me up on social at the mind meld podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. I got a fucking website. That's pretty mediocre, but I'm working on it. And uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to, doing episodes on a regular basis when I can't interview people for, you know, because the fucking COVID or uh, everything is frozen and the roads are a death trap. Um, you know, I'll occasionally hop on here and do an episode of just what I'm, what I'm thinking about and happy to share with y'all. I would love it if you liked and subscribed and shared some of this shit with your, with your friends and family. If you want to be on the show or if you have someone that you think from Austin has like a compelling story or they're funny or, or whatever, uh, shoot me a note. I want to talk to people and I'm really excited to get this going on a regular basis. So thank you again for listening to the mind meld podcast with Dave Perry. Thanks.